Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. Is rent killing you? Do you even know if it is? Then um, if you have a suspicion that maybe you're paying way too much rent and you think it's time to negotiate, then uh, make sure you tune into this episode because this one's for you. This is the Billy Rickman Show podcast. Being in business over the past few years has become increasingly demanding. As a business owner, it's getting harder to know what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. The constant changes and updates in business can make you feel overwhelmed. So the question is, how do you stay ahead of the game, stay motivated, and create a business that doesn't just keep the doors open, but achieves serious profit? This podcast will answer that question. I'm Billy Rickman, and this is Success Sessions. Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to the Billy Rickman Show podcast. It's a late night Saturday edition. I just finished doing some work, um, but it's been a pretty chill day today. I went for a swim this morning with my my middle son, Oscar, and um, I didn't really do too much this afternoon. Spent a bit of time with my daughter, and yeah, pretty cruisy Saturday. Saturday, and um, but I'm getting on top of my content, which is really exciting. I'm super pumped about that. <laughs> it's been a big week. Um, anyway, so today's episode podcast is about a topic I had, a conversation I had on Friday with my coach, one of my coaches. And um, she was asking questions about one of her coaching clients and um, asking for some advice on it. And it was to do with rent. And rent is one of those things that is, I guess, seems to be a boring subject for most, but one of the most pivotal things that you that could make or break a business. If you pay too much, then you can massively increase the chance of you going bankrupt or the business going, uh, becoming insolvent. If you pay too little, or no such thing as too little, but if you pay a, like a low amount of rent, you then drastically increase the chances of making a huge profit in your business. For me, when I ran businesses, um, salons and clinics, all of my businesses were in shopping centers. And with shopping centers, yes, you get the volume of traffic, but you also attract a huge rental like payment each month. And it was painful a lot of the times. Like We'd have these insanely good months, and then you just have this massive um like invoice at the end of the month to pay your rent. I think the most amount of money I pay for any of my businesses were was around about a quarter of a million dollars a year, and um, and it was honestly just so hard to make a profit in those with with that sort of rental amount. And I see it time and time again, especially with sales that they go into um, into rental agreements, um, they're doing the, the negotiations without actually understanding the maths of how rent factors into their profitability of the business. And one of the things I spoke to my coach about the other day is like the simplest way you can understand a rental agreement is to look at it from a, um, a residential perspective, right? And so a lot of people understand rent when they rent a home. And what, is a, what are some basic maths that people do before they rent a home? They say, how much money do I earn per year, right? And then I go, I've got school fees, I've got groceries, I've got whatever other expenses. So how much realistically can I afford to rent a home for and still maintain my, my family finances, right? Or maintain the family budget. And so you work through this and you backtrack before you even go looking at rent. Like there's no point. If you earn $50,000 a year as a family, 
That's the that's the income. That's the total income. You can't go looking for properties that are a thousand dollars a week, right? Because there's fifty two weeks in a year. Thousand dollars a week is fifty two thousand dollars. That's not even factoring in or taking into account all the other expenses. You're already over, and so it would be stupid. It would be a silly decision to go looking at properties that are a thousand dollars a week. What the what a normal person would do um would do sorry in that situation is say we earn fifty thousand dollars a year right we've got twenty thousand dollars for this ten thousand dollars for this five thousand dollars right okay we have twenty five thousand dollars for rent so now what I'm going to do is go looking at rent uh, rentals for four hundred and fifty dollars a week but people don't have that same approach to business people go looking for a business because they want to find a beautiful location right and they find a beautiful location and then they get told the rent and they make the rent fit. Based on their mind, uh, like the the um, the thought they have around how much they like that premises or how much they like the location, they don't actually do the maths. And so, what is the correct maths for a rental in the hair and beauty industry? Well, the most you should be paying for rent is eighteen percent. Okay, I need you to follow along, and I'm not going to do like too much complex maths here. It's really super basic. So, to to give you an idea, an idea of what eighteen percent is, if you make a hundred thousand dollars a year then your rent should be no more than $18,000. If you make $200,000 a year, then your rent should be no more than $36,000. If you make $300,000 a year, then your rent should be no more than $54,000. I say no, no more because that is the absolute ceiling. That's the maximum. What you really should be aiming for is 12%. That should be like sort of where you should be at. You should still be able to um, find a location that's suitable for you and is... Um, is in a, as a good percentage in, in relatively to the amount of money you'll earn in sales, right? And so when I talk about sales, I'm talking about your gross sales. That means inclusive of GST. Um, and when I talk about rent, that means gross rent, which means inclusive of things like sometimes landlords will charge you what they call outgoings. And outgoings is, well, we look after your toilets for you. We look after your car park. We look after your gardening. So we're going to throw in an extra couple of thousand dollars a year on top of your rent, right? It includes GST. So all of that combined, it should not be no more than 18%, but you ideally should be looking around 12%, right? So what do you do then if you're sitting here listening to this now saying, Billy, I'm past that. I'm past that. Um, I'm already in a location and my rent is more than 18% or my rent is more than 12%. Anything over 12%, you really should be looking to renegotiate. And that's exactly what you need to do if you're in a position now where your rent is more than what you want it to be or ideally what it should be. And the conversation I was having with my coach on Friday, this is exactly what had happened. So one of our clients was in a shopping center. They spent um, they, the negotiations at the start weren't um, weren't done with profit in mind or what the benchmark should be. And this person has struggled to pay rent every single month since they've gone into that location. The landlord's now pushing back, and um, there's an, either a new lease to be negotiated, or the coaching client needs to leave. My advice for this person is what it would do, what it would, the same as what it would be for anybody else. It's do the maths. Do the maths. If you cannot afford it, then you need to vacate. If you cannot afford your location, you either need to negotiate or vacate. They are two. They are the, they are the only two options you have available when it comes to this. And so let's talk firstly about the negotiations. How do you negotiate with the landlord? Well, there's the there's a saying with negotiations. Not a saying. Sorry. There's a there's a thought with negotiations that whoever is willing to leave the table is the person with the strength. Okay, if you are willing to leave the deal on the table, then you are the one with the strength. And normally that is the case with landlords because landlords are more than happy to either take you on as a tenant or for you to leave. 
Because normally, in a good economy anyway, a landlord has a long line of people who are willing to replace you. Or they will be able to find someone because they're constantly looking for new people to replace you anyway, right? And what they don't want is a tenant who's not paying the rent because, firstly, it affects their cash flow. Secondly, if they're a publicly listed company, then it doesn't look good for the shareholders. And, um, and thirdly, if you are in a group of shops that the landlord owns all of them or you're in a shopping center or something like that, then they won't want you talking to other tenants about how you're not paying your rent because it reflects badly as them as a landlord and creates a situation where other people could look to take advantage of that, right? And so landlords are more than happy usually for them to walk away from the deal, but tenants usually aren't because we have so much vested in like um, in the business, right? This is our own, a landlord has an entire shopping complex or um, usually will have a lot of commercial property that they can rely on for cash flow. For you as a small business owner, this is it. And you start to have all these panic and worry, panics and worry going through your head. Like, what if, my, if I move and my clients don't follow me? Um, you know, I built up so much, um, so much of a following in this location. What if people come here and they can't find me? Um, if you have a, a guarantee, like a, 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 um, a personal guarantee on the lease, what if they come after me if I leave this deal and you know, I'm behind in my rent and I can't pay it? All of these things go through the small business owner's mind. And so what happens is you go into the negotiation with no strength at all. You have no leverage whatsoever. And the landlord usually knows this. And because they know this, they will negotiate harder and they will push back on you. And so you never usually end up with favorable terms. You think you do, but really the landlord is making a lot of money from you. And if pushed, they would probably negotiate a lot, like they would allow um, a lot less in payment in rental if you negotiate harder and further with them, right? And so I really wanted to, to talk about this tonight on this episode because I see time and time again, business owners just going into these rental agreements, not knowing the maths, not understanding their position, not knowing how it affects their bottom line. And if you pay more than 18%, your mat- when you take into account wages and cost of goods, insurance and all the other stuff, right? That rental is hugely impacting your bottom line or your profit. And to the point where you could just have that lease where you think, great, it's in a shopping center. Great. I'm making a lot of sales. Great. Like my, my business is growing. I've got like heaps of staff, um, all these positive things. But you look at your profit at the end of the five years or whatever lease term you're in and you've made no money. There's no money actually in your bank because you've been giving it to the landlord. If you are in a situation, I'm, I just want to reiterate, if you are in a situation where either you are going into a lease or you're stuck in a lease where your rent is over 18% or getting close to 18%, then you only have two options. You need to vacate or you need to um, negotiate. That is it. You vacate or negotiate. You cannot, much like the like moving into a, a residential property, you cannot move into a place that you simply cannot afford. And if the sales aren't there, if the clients aren't there, then you need to find a way to come out of that. And I promise you, it's nowhere near as bad as you think it is if you leave that tenancy. All you need to do is find somewhere closer with a cheaper rent. Your clients will follow you. It just takes a very simple marketing campaign that's reinforced over three months, which would be less money than, like you will put less money into that marketing campaign than you would if you stayed in that location, right? All you need to do is do a local area marketing, let people know of your new premises, and I promise you that you'll be much better off. You really have to look at your rent, look at your percentages, look at how it's affecting your bottom line. Otherwise, you will be in a position where you'll work your butt off for three to five years, you'll come away from that location eventually, and you'll realize there's not a cent in the bank because you've been giving it to your landlord at the entire time. So I hope this uh, serves as a nice little message for you um, if you are in that situation. 
feel free to hit me up if you have any questions. If you're thinking, oh, Billy, Billy I, I, this is me. You're talking about me and I don't know how to negotiate with my landlord. What do I do? Then hit me up, send me a message. Let me help um, in any way I possibly can. If you've liked this episode, please make sure you like, share and comment. Subscribe to the podcast. I'll be back for another episode tomorrow on Sunday. Um, and until then, have a great night. See you later, guys. Bye-bye. Want to keep up to date with all my videos, posts, and free content? Head to Facebook and like my page at facebook.com forward slash Billy Rickman Official. You can also find me on Instagram by searching the real B underscore Rickman.